0: verse 12 and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him the Lord is with you you mighty man of valor verse 15 so he said to him oh my Lord how can I save Israel indeed my clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, surely I will be with you and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. I've been in this verses series since the first Sunday in October. And today I want to preach who God says you are versus who you think you are. Who God says you are versus who you think you are. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Your words in my mouth give us ears to hear. Let your word fall on fresh and fertile ground. Remove every distraction that would keep us from hearing from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Who God says you are versus who you think you are. Since the dawn of creation, conflict has been an ongoing, ever-present reality between people you trace our origins to the book of Genesis in the Old Testament, Then conflict has been, is, and will be an ever-present reality between people. Whether it was conflict between Adam and Eve or conflict between Cain and Abel, conflict has always been a reality. Whether it was conflict between Israel and Egypt or conflict between God and the devil, Conflict has always been a reality. Whether it was conflict between Jesus, Herod, the Sadducees, the Pharisees, and teachers of the law, or conflict between denominations that represent Jesus. Conflict has always been A reality, whether it is contemporary conflict between Democrats and Republicans concerning voting rights and police reform or conflict that is intrapersonal between my best self and my worst self. Conflict is an ever-present reality. According to this Old Testament narrative, we witness the people of God, Israel, engaged in conflict with the Midianites. During this season in the life of Israel, the refrain in the Old Testament book of Judges is the same. As Israel did evil, God gave Israel over to their enemies as an act of discipline. During this season in Israel's life, Israel had turned its back on God. Consequently, the Midianites, Amalekites, and Philistines have made the most of this opportunity to oppress the people of God. Because God is not only a disciplinarian, but also a deliverer, God will never allow our enemies to overtake us in such a way that we will be condemned forever. And while God is disciplining Israel, God is sending a man or seeking to sin, rather a man by the name of Gideon, to be the deliverer and liberator concerning the people of Israel and Midianite oppression. While God is seeking to deliver Israel from Midianite oppression, the text records that Gideon is resistant and reluctant to say yes to God as God wants to use Gideon as his means of deliverance and liberation. God wants to call and commission Gideon to use Gideon to deliver the people of God from Midianite oppression. Yet Gideon does not say, yes, Lord, but Gideon gives excuses Concerning why God ought not use or cannot use Gideon to be God's instrument of deliverance and liberation. According to the text, tragically, Gideon is believing, embracing, and internalizing what he thinks of himself. Consequently, instead of saying yes to God, Gideon tells God why God, the founder, creator, sustainer of the universe, cannot use God's creation, Gideon. Gideon says, God, you need somebody else. I am from the weakest tribe in Manasseh. Not only am I from the weakest tribe in Manasseh, I am the least in my father's household. Consequently, God has to remind Gideon who God is. And as God begins to work on Gideon, work in Gideon, and work for Gideon, Gideon finally has an aha moment and yields and surrenders to God as God's means of deliverance and liberation concerning the oppression of Midian. Gideon's problem, watch, table, might be your problem and my problem. God tells Gideon through an angel that he is a mighty warrior and man of valor. But Gideon does not digest, comprehend, or internalize what God says about him, but rather Gideon digests, believes, embraces, and internalizes what he thinks about himself and what others have said about him. God says, you are a mighty warrior and mighty man of valor. But Gideon says, no, I am from the weakest tribe in Israel, Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's household. God says you are a mighty man of God. You are a mighty warrior. But Gideon is trying to trump what God says because Gideon for too long has been embracing, believing, and internalizing what he thinks of himself instead of believing and internalizing what God says about him. And maybe the problem with you and me is that we have been believing what we think of self instead of internalizing what God says about us. I wish I had somebody to help me preach on this Sunday morning. Maybe the problem with the church is that we have been believing what the world says about the church instead of believing what God says about the church. Maybe your problem is you have been believing what you have said about you instead of believing what God has said about you. Can I preach this to liberate and deliver and set somebody free on this Sunday morning? Maybe the problem with black folk in America is that we have been believing what has been said about us instead of believing what God has said about us. Maybe we got low self-esteem and hate ourselves and believe that we are inferior, substandard, three-fifths of a person because we have been believing what others have said. We have internalized what they have said and not believe what God has said about us. Can I preach this word on this Sunday morning? God says you are a mighty warrior, but here you go calling yourself a N, a B, and a H. Preach, pastor. God says you are a mighty warrior, but here you go demeaning, degrading, and dissing yourself. God says you are a mighty warrior, but you are hurting and humiliating yourself with your toxic language. God says you are a mighty warrior, but you are saying what you are not and what you cannot do. God says you are a mighty warrior, but you are discounting and disregarding your own self. God says you are the head, not the tail, but you are saying what you are not and what you cannot do. Today ought to be the day where somebody makes up in their mind I am going to throw out the tape of what I think about myself and believe, embrace, and internalize what God says about me and who God says I am. Can I preach this word on this Sunday morning? And maybe if you and I would believe who God says we are. Can I preach this somebody? Gideon's problem is that Gideon has been believing what he thought of himself instead of internalizing who God says he is. And on this Sunday morning, I dare somebody to internalize, believe and embrace who God says you are. God says you are anointed, you are blessed, you are capable, you are delivered, you are empowered, you are healed, you are gifted, you are holy, you are inspired, you are justified, you are loved, you are mighty, you are sanctified, you are triumphant, you are the head. Not the tail. You are blessed coming in and blessed going out. You are a royal priesthood. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are who God says you are. What happens? Gideon, Watch for the entirety of chapter 6, struggles and wrestles with embracing who God says he is. And as Gideon is worked on by Almighty God, Gideon comes to the point where he embraces who God says he is. And when you and I embrace who God says we are, There are some things that will happen in our lives. Can I preach this? When we embrace who God says we are, God will affirm our ability. When we embrace who God says we are, God will affirm our abilities. Let me make that plural on this Sunday morning. Can I preach this? God is telling Gideon, I want to use you as my means of deliverance and liberation concerning Midianite oppression. Gideon tells God, God, I am the least, I am the weakest. Consequently, you need to draft and recruit somebody else. But as Gideon yields to who God says he is... Gideon discovers affirmation of his ability. God has given every one of us abilities in life. And sometimes we have failed to embrace our abilities because we have not yet accepted and embraced who God says we are. Our oh, preach pastor. God calls you a mighty woman of God. God calls you a mighty man of God. Calls you God calls you a man of valor, a woman of valor. Consequently, there are abilities attached to your identity. God wants to use Gideon as his means of deliverance and liberation. And Gideon has to embrace the abilities commensurate with the call God has placed on his life. In other words, if God calls you to it, God will equip you to do what God has called you to do. If God has given you the vision, God will give you the provision. If God has called you to a task, God will give you the abilities, the gifts, the talents commensurate with the call God has placed on your life. Can I preach this word on this Sunday morning? Who knows in your own power you can't do what God has called you to do. But once you say yes to Almighty God, God will give you resources, God will give you vision, God will give you know-how, God will give you what is necessary to do what God has called you to do. Come here Moses, I'm calling you to lead the people of God out of Egypt to the land of Canaan. I can't do it, but God out of nowhere gives Moses the same rod he used as a shepherd to deliver God's people. I say God will give you what you need and who you need to do what God has called you to do. You got abilities, you got blessings, you got capabilities, you got gifts, you got experiences, you got talents, you got a testimony. God will affirm your abilities when you embrace who God says you are. Not only will God affirm your abilities. God will provoke your potential. Go on preach pastor God will give you the abilities consistent with what he's called you to do. If God has called you to be a liberator and deliverer, God will give you the abilities you need to deliver his people from Midianite oppression. But God will give you, or rather God will provoke your potential. Tell me what you mean, preacher. Right now, Gideon is scary Come on now, I'm in the text. Come on now. Gideon is pumping Kool-Aid. Scared to bust a grape in a fruit fight. Scary. Kool-Aid. Hiding from the Midianites, threshing wheat. But God tells Gideon... You are a mighty man of valor. God has a way of telling us what we are in the present so we can become who God says we can become. See, somebody ain't got it yet. Let me me make it plain. He is not a mighty man of valor yet. But by telling him what he's going to be or what he has the potential to become, God is provoking his potential. Y'all see where I'm going? So no, you don't have the degree yet. But somebody is calling you a graduate because that is provoking your potential. Can I preach this in here? God is calling you man yet. You ain't a man yet, but God is saying what you are going to become. God is calling you a woman of God. You ain't that yet, but God is calling you what you are going to become. You ever look at the New Testament, the language that God uses to describe who we are as the people of God? God says that we are holy, we are sanctified, we are justified, we are heirs of salvation. And some of us, as we know who we really are, who, me? Come on, this I'm preaching this to the real folk. Me, holy, me, sanctified, me, justified, me. I, I mean, you calling me a saint, but I'm acting and feeling like I ain't. But God is calling you a saint because God knows that as you yield to God, surrender to God, and allow God to work on you, Ain'ts become saints. Sinners become saints. Trifling folk get a testimony. Wretched folk become righteous. Struggling sinners become sanctified. Janky folk become justified. Do I have a witness in here on this Sunday morning? Anybody glad that God sees who you are going to become? I ain't there yet. Oh, here's the shout right now. I ain't closing yet. Y'all give me five more minutes. Aren't you glad you're a work in progress? Do I have any work in progress folk here? God ain't through with me yet. Keep on working on me, God. Keep on shaping me. Keep on molding me. Keep on getting the bad stuff out of me. Keep on using me, and when you're done, when I embrace who God says I am, God provokes my potential, God affirms my abilities, but God Fortifies my faith. Yes, it does. I said he affirms my abilities. He provokes my potential. But he fortifies my faith. Gideon is struggling and wrestling with doubt and unbelief. God, I hear you. Come on now, God, I hear you. but I've heard what you can do, but Mama and Daddy have said you are a deliverer, but Big Mama and Papa said you are a mighty, strong God, but Auntie used to shout on Sunday morning. Sitting on the second row. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. And talked about the goodness of Almighty God. But, and Gideon, as you read this text, Watch Chapel does something that you and I do with God all the time. We, We act like we don't do it. God, if you really are who you say you are, I want you to prove yourself. Gideon asked God, or Gideon "Ask God for evidence and proof, and God, y'all ain't talking to me, he, he puts out a fleece and says, God, if you really want me to do what you're calling me to do, just show me a little something, something. I ain't asking for a whole lot, but show me something so I know that you are who you say you are. And you're going to do what you say you can do. And God, because God is compassionate, gracious, and merciful, gives Gideon what he is asking for because God knows that every now and then, because we are finite and God is infinite, because we struggle and God is sovereign, we need to see God move. And as we see God move, God is fortifying Gideon's faith in God so Gideon can believe in the ability and power of Almighty God. And let me close right here. Watch, chapel. God has shown us enough to fortify our faith so we can believe who God says God is and believe in the ability of Almighty God. Do I have any help on this Sunday morning? Have you seen God move? Have you seen God answer prayers? Have you seen God make ways? Have you seen God heal somebody who was sick? Have you seen God turn some stuff around? Have you seen God work on your behalf? Do I have anybody with a testimony on this Sunday morning? I can't speak for you. I can't speak for them. But I've seen God work. I've seen God make ways. I've seen God dry my tears. I've seen God answer prayers. I've seen God open the windows of heaven. I've seen God turn stuff around. I've walked away from a car that was totaled. I'm alive. I woke up this morning. I can breathe. I got a testimony. God's a healer. God's a way maker. God's a provider. God is a protector. God is merciful. God is faithful. God is providential. I've seen enough. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. What's that song they say? If I ain't, if God don't do anything else. If he don't do another thing. If he don't do another thing. If he don't do another. How many of us got to admit you ain't supposed to be here. You ain't supposed to be here. Folk gave up on you. Doctors gave up on you. But you're alive! Come on, I feel a Sunday morning shout. I feel a, I feel a Thanksgiving shout. I feel a gratitude shout. I feel a November I've seen God heal. I've seen God answer prayer. Honey, you don't have to look outside for a miracle. Look at me. I'm all the miracle you need. who God says you are what did the preacher say he talked about I am who God says I am I want you to I am who God says I am I am who God says I am you not a B you not a H you ain't an N you ain't a thought you ain't no foolishness we got to do better as a people. Yeah. And we just got to do doggone better. I was talking to my daughter the other day. We the only race of people going to listen to music that's going to teach us to use drugs. What's that little boy, Future Got All Them Babies? Molly, Perk the set, whatever. You're going to listen to a song that's telling you to be a junkie. Who else does that? Who else listens to music that's poison and toxic, telling somebody to become a junkie? We got to do better. Stop calling folk a crackhead. Call them delivered. Because guess what? If you call them delivered... Folk become what you call them. just bad, She, you were bad too you smart rambunctious but smart there's somebody right now on this Sunday morning you're not saved, you don't have a church home you may be physically here if you're not saved and want to accept Jesus as your savior or you're saved and want to become a member of Watch Chapel just raise your hand raise your hand wherever you are You want to unite with Watch Chapel. You want to and or accept Jesus.